Here we go. Things just ain't the same for gangsters. Times is changing. Young niggas is aging. Becoming OGs in the game and changing. To make way for these new names and faces. But the strangest things can happen from rap. Can you believe they're, de- they're playing the Super Bowl? Niggas get capped up and wrapped in plastic. I can't wait. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Watch them blow. Watch them all blossom and watch them grow. Watch the lawsuits when they lost the dough. Best friends and money, I lost them both. Went and visited niggas in the hospital. It's all the same shit all across the globe. I just sit back and watch the show. Watch everywhere. All right, here we go. Episode 68, 67. Hut Hut. Blue 42. We're going to be close to our. 67. 67. Three more weeks. Yeah. Two more episodes after this. Sheesh. All right. So let's see here. We got a shit ton of snow on Friday. Yeah, more coming this Friday. More coming this Friday. It's it's a weird one. Yeah, it's supposed to be. A lot of rain. A lot of rain tomorrow. Snow Friday. We're switching to snow tomorrow night. And... It's gonna I, be a fucking mess. Is what it's gonna so be. I watch. I use Dark Sky. Yeah. I've I've been happy with Dark Sky. Now they do change. It makes long range planning kind of hard. Yeah. But they update their shit. They're still calling for eight to twelve. Are they really? On Friday for here, right here. If we get eight to twelve inches, that's on top of 0.48 inches of rain on Friday, and 0.49 inches of rain on Thursday. So, my driveway's fucking gone. Fuck it. Don't need it anymore, I guess. Yeah. And who knows? I have one snowblower left in stock. One snowblower. One. So, speaking of snowblowers, we'll get back to this fucking orange drink here in just a second. But, speaking of snowblowers, there are some people in this world that operate things. There are some people in this world that fix things. Normally the people in the world that fix things also can operate the things. It's normally the operator that doesn't give a flying fuck about the guy that's got to fix it. It's a very weird situation when someone that is a fixing type person in their job just fucking, I don't know how. This was the lightest, fluffiest snow. I threw this snow to fucking Mars with my snowblower. I was just fucking spraying it everywhere. Just fucking moving it. Yep. No problem. Nice and easy. No cl- shoot clog ups. No nothing. Did wedge one log in the auger enough to stop the machine. Did not break a shear pin, but I had to go get out two pry bars to remove said well done. log. Yeah, it was a good one. It was in the second stage, too. It was deep back in there. And all I'm sitting there going is, I just had a conversation with my friend's mom, who's an ER nurse. She says, don't get hurt and don't go to the ER because they don't have room. I'm sitting there going, motherfucker. So I got two long metal pry bars. And I was, it took me longer than it should have. But Was the engine off? Oh, yeah. You're engine. Good to, yeah, you're good to go. Engine's definitely off. Well, uh, there, was, there was some spring tension in there. Yeah. Let's just. I mean, there's a little bit. She was she was loaded, um, 
But my father, holy fuck. So I first get a, a text that says, or he says, shoots not, tur- <coughs> shoots, shoots not turning properly. Okay, sounds good. Then sends me a picture of the shoot off, says problem fixed. Then gets the shoot back on. So I'm like, all right, well, he's back at it. Now, mind you, this is a snowblower. I've rebuilt now twice. First one might have possibly been my fault. Well, first first was father-in-law not understanding mechanics at all. And it's got a a Chinesium carburetor on it. That thing is fucking mint. Sorry, I don't mean to talk shit on the small engine world, but when you can buy an Amazon carburetor for $17 and that thing has now run for three years... Yeah, I, I can't do anything but that. Um, but so we're sitting there and uh, get a text. Oh, this ain't good. Fucking belt just filleted out of the fucking thing. Like how, how do you smoke a belt in this snow? Like, I understand, like, okay, you might get into some shit with where the plow truck was or whatever. I legitimately snow blow everywhere at the town plow trucks push everything off the roads. He's just dealing with the driveway. Belt smoked. Where can I get a belt today? This is now Sunday because didn't do shit on Saturday. <laughs> Don't blame him. I didn't touch anything on Saturday. I didn't even fucking leave the house. Today was the first day I opened my shop door and drove my truck out. Since Friday. I put it in on Friday. I might have put it in on Thursday. I may have not left my house for five days. I fucking... See, I would go nuts. I've been in your house long enough this year. Well, but it's not your house. Yeah, true. Having your house, and then also the benefit of schooling and sending children away, and a wife now that works. Yeah, I got the house to myself in the middle of the day. I walk around, hang out with the dogs. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's, it's fucking wonderful. But, um, smoke the belt. Where can I get a belt? Die. Home Depot, Ace, don't know. Probably not going to be able to find one. But if you do, if you see one online, go get it immediately. So gets to the last belt, opens the thing up. It looked like fucking whatever that little fucking squirrel's name is from Ice Age had fucking made a little home in there. About 73 pounds of acorns and associated shit. So that would be why he filleted the belt. Gets all that out. He's running it. Apparently runs much better. Adjusted the tension off, made it run fucking mint. Yep, sounds good. Then sends me a text. How do you get a tire back on a rim? I go, how the fuck? How? I, how? Well, the first, first step is check your tire pressure. If you're on a snowblower tire, you can look at it and be like, that's low. Yeah. I mean, they don't have tire pressure. Maybe that's the issue. He needs a TPMS sensor yeah. on that, so then that I'm battery can die. What did text me and say? Oh, you got Bluetooth TPMS sensors? Yeah, why, why don't they have Bluetooth TPMS sensors for my snowblower? Wouldn't be that hard. Oh yeah. Okay. I no. actually, I heard a funny. You'll get, you'll get. I have a customer that's a chief engineer on a crab fishing boat. Yeah. And he came in today. He texted me on. Must have been 
Monday and said, I didn't use my snowblower. We got plowed out, but it's fucked. You start it up, and it just revs to the sky. <laughs> okay. So he brought it in. <laughs> the throttle shaft was rusted, stuck in the carburetor on, on WOW. So that explained. So that fucking took the motor for a ride. Over, over revved the engine enough where the magnets came off the flywheel. Ooh. <laughs> it took out the coil and a bunch of other shit. So he came in today to look at it because he's got a buddy who thinks he, and it cracked the flywheel, the mm. aluminum flywheel. He's like, well, fuck it. Before I, I mean, I can't get a new snowblower. I got a buddy that's pretty good at welding TIG. So, oh, yeah, this is a good idea. So fuck it. I mean, what, what's it going to hurt? Is, I mean, probably a lot if it comes uncunted. Yeah. So he, he came in today and he, we were showing it to him. And he goes, you know, you got to break at least a million dollars worth of shit to call yourself a chief engineer. I mean, they did lose a fucking propeller. <laughs> <laughs> so I, there we go. I think the box. Was, I think the box was already checked. Check. So, it, and I and I thought that was hilarious. Um, we saw a lot of broken snowblowers. I can. Well, and what's odd to me is, I mean, yes, we had. There was a lot of there snow. There was volume. Yeah. But it wasn't, there was no density to it. No. No, I mean, this weekend is going to suck. Yeah. This snowstorm will break even more snowblowers. Like, this is heart attack snow that's coming. Yeah. Last be... week was, like, fun snow. Yeah. Like I you, mean. Like, you just kick it and it goes away. It's fun for the cleanup snow. Yeah. It's not fun snow in the sense of can't make snowmen. Yeah. Sledding socks. Can't throw snowballs. Can't throw snowballs. Now, like, today. Today is good. Yeah. Nice 40-degree day today. Packed it down a little bit. Um, so, but it's, like, and then, so for the first time in history that I can remember, Elliot Small Engine shut at 10 a.m., shut down at 10 a.m. on Saturday during the storm. Really? And it wasn't my decision. Like, I was planning on being there until 4, and if it was too bad to go home, I was just going to ride out the storm at the shop until it was a little bit easier driving. <clears throat> so, but we shut down at 10, and it was dead. Anyways, the people that came in to pick up this stuff that we were able to get finished on Friday evening got that, so we got it out the door, and, and Evan Churchill was the one who made the call. I wanted to stay open till noon, and he said, nope, 10, and I was going to stay open until noon until he came out at 9 and waited until 10 and said, all right, time to go home. Yeah, fuck it. Getting soft in his old age, isn't he? Yeah. And me and Keith are both like, this is new. And then Keith says today, he goes, I think we'll close early on Friday. I said, not a chance. Mike's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so we did that. I think it was Thursday, Friday morning, a guy called. Or no, it was later than that because I was like, ah. I don't think we're going to be able to get it done before the storm. Yeah. And he goes, well, what am I supposed to do? I said, you got two options, shovel or wait till it melts. There's nothing I can do. And he was being kind of a dick. So that's why I was, I'm at the point now where if you're a dick to me, I'm going to be a dick back. I mean, I completely agree with that. Because, I mean, what's, what's it going to do for you to be an asshole to your small engine mechanic? Especially when there's fucking 18 inches of snow bearing down on you. 
I'm not the guy you want to be an asshole to. I will try to make, get your snowblower done if I can. I, I don't know what to tell you. I have a feeling his wife was probably like, you better get this fucking Because there's a lot of that. And he probably didn't quite get it to you when he was supposed to. Yeah. Like, that, that's the one thing that floors me every year, is the amount of people. Well, the day, oh, you were out. It was the last day I went over and picked up uh, pellets. We were supposed to go through a wicked cold snap. Like, yeah. It was it, it was when you were out on the COVIDs. Yeah. And we were getting into a wicked cold snap, and I think we might have had a storm coming or something, and they were calling for power outages. And guy walks in, and I'm sitting there talking to Mike after I'm picking up my second load of pellets, and it's it, I was hammering back to the shop, and I got there about five. Guy walks in, and I'm sh- sitting there shooting the shit with Mike, <clears throat> waiting for fucking the forklift to be put through my fucking pallet of pellets. And uh, he's like, yeah, uh, what's, your, uh, what's your turnaround on uh, generators right now? And Mike's like, uh, probably five, six days. He's like, to be honest with you, like, we, we can probably get it done yeah. by next week. The guy's like, uh, I really wanted it for this weekend because if we lose power, you know, house is going to freeze, blah, 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 blah. Mike goes, yeah. yeah I mean, there was that month of December. Then there was that month of November, and then, and then before that was October. But yeah, I, yeah, I, but I can get it done for you in five days. The guy's like, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess. I mean, I got to do it. And I'm like, bro, like I when I was out snow blowing on Sunday, it was nice. I got up Sunday morning, slept in a little bit, got up about seven, came downstairs, made a coffee. Lounge around, sweatpants, 75 degrees in the house, just fucking lovely. (laughs) And that's a good, like, the wood pellet heat is such a nice heat. It is. It's so, like, it's a... It's dry as fuck, Yeah, yeah, that's the tough part. But it's, like, comfortable, it's just awesome. And if you need a little extra, just get up, walk over, stand right next to the thing, let it blow on you. But, uh, so I get up, (coughs) get the old... Fucking snow pants on, grab a jacket. I just go fucking pop the AirPods in, throw on the fucking hood, and just go for it. And uh started going. I was like, you know what? I went I did a pass around the house and I was like, I'll I'll start the old Jenny, just let her run. No load on it, but just preventative maintenance. Pull start it, let it ran let it run. And by the time I came back by it was it had been like ten, fifteen minutes. Shut the fuel back cock off. Let her fucking bleed out. You know, no problems. It's so, like, I had this lady... It's not hard. This lady came in, and she was having an issue with her generator. I was able to talk her through it. But the thing that pissed me off the most was the fact that she had no idea how to deal with this. And her husband was at home not dealing with it. He sent her in. You know, that just... And she was like, I told him, I asked him a month ago if he got, if this thing was ready. He told me it was fine. And I said, I said to her, I was like, well, I guess he should be the one down here dealing with this, shouldn't he? And she goes, yes, she, yes, he should. Yeah. But I said, you do this, this, and this. Try that. Maybe it'll work for you. So she called back like an hour later and she said it worked. Everything's great. And uh, then I had another guy come in. 
and and he was like, I screwed up. I didn't make sure my generator was ready. It didn't. I left it empty, so it didn't have any gas in it. But I think there was a little bit left in the carburetor. And I can't get it to start. Okay. So I said, okay. He's like, what? What can I do? She's like, she's like, should I try a spark plug? Do you have a carburetor? I'm like, well, I don't think you need to replace a carburetor. I said, you could do a plug because that's just that's easy. Right. So I sold him a plug and I sold him a can of starting fluid, and. I said, take your air cleaner off, give it a shot of this, and then try starting it. And he came back like an hour later and like shook my hand. He's like, it worked. It starts, it runs perfect now. That's all it needed. Gave me a, gave me a tip, and away he went. Like, those are the kind of people like, I don't mind dealing with. It's the fucking assholes. And every year, you think I'd be used to it by now. No, but you know... <sighs> People don't get it. No. And well, I mean, and you ask any one of the guys in the shop if they checked their shit before the storm? Not a chance. I think I think we sold two or three carb kits to employees to fix their shit. Well, I mean. It's the shoemaker's kids never have shoes. Yeah, you know I got I mean? light switches that one works both lights, the other one works one light, and if you yeah. do the other one, you switch the neutral and then it flips over. I mean. I get it. Oh yeah, so do I, and I'm. I'll probably be the same way. But I will say, I did text you because I. I, I don't know, did I send you a screenshot of the text, or did I just text you what he broke? You texted me and said, "Do not." I repeat, That's "Do right. not yeah. sell my father a snowblower." Yeah, I don't wish that upon anybody that works at Elliott Small Engine. And then he texted me like an hour or two later. It that was, was when like, he got here because I think he remembered that. Because I, I told him, I was like, I texted you, and I said, do not tell you a snowblower. Send you to fucking Seacoast, send you to fucking J.R. Rosencrantz. I don't give a fuck. Whoever you don't like today, if you get another asshole parts guy, hey, that's that's where George is going when to When they get into this new house, he's going to need a fucking plow truck or something. Or, or you're going to need a plow truck or something. Well. I can't imagine him with a plow truck. He fucking blew a tire out on a snowblower. Had to take it off. He put it. that fuck. He'd go western real quick and fucking put that thing into the pucker brush. Garrett, I need you to pull me out. Yeah. It's the middle of a fucking blizzard. Why are you out plowing your own driveway? Yeah. See, I want... I've... There could be a big purchase in my future here. <laughs> um... Yeah, so he texted me and said, so, I'm asking, I'm wondering about snowblowers. And, of course, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to have to tell him no. And then he wrote back, he was joking around, he had talked to you. Yeah. But then I was like, you should check out Toro's new battery-powered snowblower. That's right. <laughs> Which I I had already sold out of at this point. So. That I mean, thing is actually really cool. That battery-powered two-stage that they came out with. I've been, I've, so I've watched a couple reviews. A... Don't like the no motor. What do you mean? Just not hearing it. You So the cool part is, you turn the key on, and it engages the belt. So you do have a sound. I You do have a sound, but it's an annoying sound. It's like a belt whining sound. It's sort not of. too it, it, it sounds more like a fan. It's more high-pitched than I want a machine to sound. It's almost, it's not quite as bad, but it's on the same frequency. Have you heard the dirt bikes? 
The electric dirt bikes, yeah. Them things sound like fucking shit. I'm interested to see what my bike sounds like when I get that. Going. Probably won't sound like much. No, it's it'll a, probably it's be pretty an 850 quiet. 850 watt motor. Yeah, so it's not. We're talking like 125 cc type dirt yeah. bikes. Like you just hear them fucking. It fucking drives me nuts. Like it's worse than it's because it's more tingy than like F1 yeah. cars. Like I like F1. Or like the indie cars, yeah, but electric. It'd be like the new Ford Lightning Mustang electric car that has the like the actual recorded sound of a, of yeah. a motor. I may end up buying a fucking F one fifty Lightning. Those are pretty sweet, dude. You can. Have you looked at trucks lately? No, I haven't. I've looked at Forerunners. So, oh, I, I like Forerunners. I want to buy her one. She's like, oh, well, Veronica hates hers. And I was like, well, fuck Veronica. I like them. But it's not up to me. And Who's Veronica? Why are we listening to her? Uh, she owns Rick's and she drives a bright orange forerunner. This thing's fucking sick. Oh, it's probably like the TRD Pro. It is. Yeah. Those are sweet. They're but like $70,000. They're not that bad. No. I found a 2015 Ford Power Stroke four-door FX or STX or FX4. A package lower than mine with 220,000 miles for 62. For 2015. They have the Bill Doobie's got a 2018 Forerunner SR5. So it's not like mm-hmm. super loaded. Uh, with 40,000 miles on it and it's like 40 grand. It's fucking insane. It's wild. Like a buddy of mine just put $5,000 into putting a new motor in his truck or a rebuilt motor into his truck because he couldn't see spending because he needed a plow truck. Yeah. 35 plow accounts. And he's like, I'm not spending $70,000 right now. Do you know what that Ford F-150 Lightning's going for? It's like 30 grand or something, right? You can get the work truck version, which is like rubber floors, vinyl seats. It's like a fleet model. But it still has the huge dash. Yeah. And I think so, they're all going to start coming with that at this point. Well, you have the huge dash, but that also means you have the center console. Yeah. So that was always my biggest thing. And that's one of the reasons I didn't like the GMCs. GMC, you have to go up to a Denali. Or I guess you could get it in the SLE. SLE. In probably, some yeah. models. But it's like mo- SLE preferred. Yeah. But most of them come with fucking the stupid fucking 64, 60. No, 40. 40, 20, 40 bench in the front, yeah. which is fucking useless. No one is ever going to sit in that fucking seat. Which ends up being a console anyways, because it's got cup holders in it. You end up putting change and shit in there. Exactly. You're so. never going to flip that fucking thing up. Get it out of the truck. Yeah. Just put a fucking console in there like you fucking should have from the factory. Fuck off. But And that's why I went to Ford's. I mean, Ford's all the way down to, you can get it in the STX. You can get it in the FX4. You can get it in the Lariat. You can get it in the King Ranch. Like the Lightning? The Lightning comes with a full console. Yeah. At In the base model work truck version. Yeah, mine's not. Mine's a Sport. Yeah. Sport XLT, and that has a full console. Yeah. Oops, sorry. And it's like, all right, so what are we, you know, but 30 grand right now, plus you get $7,500 back. So you're paying twenty two five. Yeah. What's the range? 240 miles. How long does it take to charge? 
I don't know that answer. And I don't know if you can use, I assume you can use, like, the Tesla quick charges. Yeah. But I'm not sure how that all works. See, I think, I like the idea of an electric truck. I like that lightning, but the rain, I just drive too much. I, I... But really, I mean, if you think about it, right? You wouldn't want to drive it up north. I mean, you couldn't drive that. Jackman has charging See, stations. Jackman does. But I don't think Greenville does. I don't think Rock Rockwood definitely does. So you'd have to drive to. You'd either have to have some portable. Well, I think you'd have like an extension cord and could do it. Yeah, just takes longer. Probably. Well, but and this is my my biggest thing. I I don't mind the range so much because like okay, so it's a hundred miles to Beans roughly. Yeah. Mm. Beans has chargers. Yeah, mm. I have to go to fucking L.L. Bean. Damn, yeah. damn it. So I wait an hour to charge it. Yeah, so you just go up, plug in, fucking go inside, and the other, the other thing with it is, is it's fucking, it's not expensive. Yeah. To charge them, like that was one of the things when I started. I started watching a guy that does a lot of Tesla road trips, and I watched a couple of his YouTube's where he's like planning out his trip, and he's like, yeah, this in the trip, if you use it through like Tesla, it includes your charge time. So, and it includes, like, so it knows kind of how, what, how far you're going to be able to go. And then here's the chargers before you run out. Yeah. And then adds it all up and says, this is your total trip time. This is all your stops. And he's like, yeah, this whole entire trip cost me, like, $42. And you got to think. And it was, like, 1,100 miles. And you got to think Ford's putting that technology into their navigation or whatever that is in these trucks. You might think so. I'm not sold on it only yeah. because I've heard horror stories of the Mustang. Yeah. So the Mustang is not exactly reliable. So I'm definitely going to wait a year or two. The biggest thing for me with the electric truck is the range drop with a trailer. Yeah. What is the does it can you tell with them what's the towing you, capacity? Dude it's like 7,500 pounds. Like, it's yeah, it's like a truck. Yeah. But your range is like <coughs> 30%. Yeah. And the other question I have is, okay, it's negative 20. Yeah. What does that do to my truck? Can I heat it up enough to safely drive? Like, if you're going down the road, like, I drive down the road in the winter. Heat is on 90. If I need to, I crack a window. Because I want my windshield to always stay clear and my windshield wipers to be clean. Are the electric heaters in this truck going to be able to keep up with that? That. And especially, like, (coughs) on a trip, like, say you do go up to fucking Jackman on a bird hunting trip. What does the battery do at night? Yeah. If it's that cold? Like, I mean... But what does the battery do driving down a dirt road at four miles an hour? I guess it would just last longer, right? Should. Should. As long as you're because not fucking you, hammering. I mean, with a gas vehicle, if you're driving four miles an hour, your gas mileage goes... No, normally pretty good. Uh, I've, I've always found the opposite. Really? If you're driving really slow down dirt roads, it fucking goes down. Well, that, yeah. Can you hand me one of those shop towels? Fucking nose. Thanks, pal. Sorry, folks. 
We just turned down your mic. It's all right. This is a professional fucking outfit right yes. now. Um, I, and I, I'm not going to do it. My lease is up on my truck. And I'm, the plan was to buy it out the whole time anyways. So now here's my question. Oopsies. Here's my question. Have you talked to them about that yet? Not yet. I Be- need to. Because I'm wondering if they're going to fuck you. So I have talked to him about that part of it. Okay. When I originally did it, I mean, it's a set amount that I buy that truck out at. Okay, good. That that was, it's not like market value or, or something like that. Well, that's... That. No, it's a, it's a certain set amount. And the, and the reason we did it this way is because I, in my younger years, fucked up. I was upside down on my last truck. So I had to roll that into this. Yeah. The nice part is... Once I refinance this, all those are gone. Right. Like, you're basically buying your truck for what it's worth at at this moment. I did talk to one sales guy. He's like, lease or not, they're still going to try to buy it off you because that's how bad inventory is. Right. They will try to work a deal where you bought, where you either lease another vehicle or you buy another one. So I'm like, I wonder what they could get me into on a new Forerunner. Because I do love the Forerunners, but I don't know if I'd not be able to have a truck. You know what I mean? That's my worry. I'm... I still regret not buying the Expedition. From your mom? No, I mean the Excursion that I found. Probably like six years. But you'd still have a truck, right? Uh, I don't know if I would. If I had an Excursion with the 6.0 in it... Yeah. I don't know if I I don't know if I'd go for a truck. Um, I mean, for what I tow, if I ever got a boat or something, a forerunner can tow a small boat. Well, exactly. I mean, the, the excursion with a diesel engine is a twenty five hundred. Yeah. Is a two it's a three is quarter a, ton frame. Right. So it's like I can tow anything I want. What do I really put in the bed? The only thing that I put in the bed is pellets at this point. Yeah. Other than like. Okay, I put ice fishing shit in. You could just get a trailer and put pellets on. Exactly. And I could get a trailer to haul shit with. And I'd rather, honestly, have a trailer than I would a truck bed. Yeah. Just for versatility, like, and ease of loading. Like, okay, you got to go pick up, you know, go pick up a wood stove for somebody. Well, now you got to fucking horse it up into the truck or roll it up a ramp into a trailer. (laughs) So we'll see where I'm at in a few years. Like, obviously, I'm going to. I'm most likely going to keep this truck after the lease is up. Or I, that's the plan. And it's most likely going to be the plan unless something drastic changes. But I could see myself in like a four-runner SUV, four-wheel drive. I'd have to actually get in one and drive it. Yeah. And feel, you know, one, make sure they're comfortable. Because <clears throat> that's... I will say, going down to... in. That was a fucking mouse. That was a big one. That was. Oh, fuck. He's still in there. Oh, he's going to go down that hole. Yep, he's out. There's a hole right there in the corner. Oh, yeah. Look right there by that oh, door yeah. frame. Yeah. I bet you. Well, we definitely got that on the stream. Sweet. Um. Says we have four people watching. Yeah. 
I'm watching it because it was just when he went by. I want to see if I can see him behind you. Oh, yep. Definitely got him. <laughs> Perfect. Um, can you see comments on there? Anybody? No, any? nobody's commenting. All right, good. Fuck them. Um, they're not. They're not as roomy. The forerunners? Yeah, as a truck. Yeah. Like, the F-150 and then the F-250 is just... I will say, the expedition of my mother's... That's a sweet ride. That's going bird hunting. Why wouldn't it? That's like the ultimate bird hunting rig. Dude, you have so much room in the front and back seats. Yeah. Like, so much. Absolute insanity amount of room. I I miss my Tacoma all the time. Like, I loved that truck. But it was just... They're not big enough. Exactly. But I remember being able to take that thing down to certain ponds that we fished that it was just so narrow. You could fucking put that truck anywhere. I mean, you can put a truck anywhere you want. It's just how comfortable are you with scratches? Exactly. I'm definitely not comfortable with that on this truck. And honestly, I've been thinking about, like, if I were to buy another brand new truck, I think I would almost pay to have it wrapped in that clear... Protection. That clear protection, just to protect the paint. Why not? I mean, you're going to spend the money, but if you could bring it to the dealership and be like, that paint's going to be, like, brand new. <sighs> I mean, I think you'd get... Probably worth something. Uh, yeah, well, yes and no. I mean, at this point, it's like... The truck market right now is so insane. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You could go in with the fucking windows smashed out of it. They could be like, yeah, we'll give you $20,000 more than anybody else. Dude, it's like, and Mike, his so his old truck was seven years old, had forty eight thousand miles on it. Granted, he doesn't. It was in. I mean, mileage wise, that's awesome. Yeah. Paid off. They gave him thirty eight thousand dollars for it. And his new truck, I think he ended up. It was like four grand was the difference. So, I mean, seven years for four grand? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty good. And they're selling that truck again for like 45. Well, and that's what, like, a buddy of mine is looking to buy a, uh, buy a new truck right yeah. now. And he wants to order one because he's like, I'm not paying over MSRP. Because every truck on the lot right now, mm-hmm. every single truck, every new truck on the lot has ten grand tacked on the MSRP. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm no, like, oh, a market adjustment? Fuck you. That's not what it costs you to build that truck. Sorry, you built that truck for an MSRP. We're not paying over it. Sorry, that's not no. So he's like, I'll just go order a brand new truck. I don't care how long it takes. I'm just gonna go." Yeah. Order a truck. And they're like, yeah, we, we can't give you a price on your trade-in right now because 
the market might change. And he's like, the market's going to change? Really? You're going to tell me the market's going to change by the time you can get me a new truck? And he's like, what's the lead time on the truck? And they're like, uh, about 10 weeks. And he goes, okay, I'll give you 10 weeks of mileage. Plug that in. He goes, I'll even go higher. He goes, put fucking 10,000 miles on it. I don't yeah. give a fuck. What's your number? And they're like, no, we won't do it. He's like, all right, I won't fucking deal with you then. Fuck you. Right. Somebody will do it. Yeah. I mean, it's legitimately, it's a 2019 with like 36,000 miles on it. They sold, they sold Mike's truck to him, bought and paid for, with it not even on the lot yet. Right. All the paperwork was signed, everything. And it took so long to get in that he had to register it when it came in because it already had the... The temper, tags were already gone. The tags were already expired. And he drove his other truck the, the whole time. time. Right. And plowed snow with it. I don't know. These fucking dealers are getting a little fucking too cocky. So we'll move along. Anyways, about your drink there, bud. So so what were you saying about you have this seltzer? Polar seltzer water, mandarin orange. It's slept next to a mandarin orange. You mix it with OJ. So you add orange flavor because it has zero to begin with. I add, I add it to the orange juice because I like, I like the mimosas, so why not add a little fizzy to my orange juice? And now you got a nice little mocktail. Why don't you just buy that polar seltzer in plain and use orange juice? I and, could, and just buy like a two fucking liter bottle of polar seltzer. Garrett, what I'm trying to say is, I was like, orange and orange. I mean, they should go together, yes. I No doubt in my mind. Almost spit it up. But seltzer. So here's the thing that I don't understand within my own brain cells. I don't like seltzer. I love it. I like, I cannot drink it. Like, I cannot drink polar seltzer. I can't drink fucking Poland Spring seltzer. I can't drink fucking LaCroix. But you will crush White Claws. I will destroy Trulies. Destroy them. I mean, I can drink a 12-pack. Not a problem. The fucking booze from the Prey from Ian? Yeah. I'll sit down and drink fucking six of them fucking things. Granted, he brings me the fucking shit cans. Not complaining at all. The mystery ones? They're all mysteries. But they're also shorts or... They're whatever. Yeah. No labels. Half the cans are... They're, they're not quite full. So you, you grab six of them. You might have four total, maybe. Well, you're just watching what you're drinking at that yeah. point. But I can smash those with booze. I would literally rather get kicked in the nuts than take a sip of that. Is how... Like, I hate seltzer. I but, like it because... But hard seltzers don't do it to me. Like, literally, I almost have a gag reflex with regular seltzer. Yeah, I used to, but then when I stopped drinking soda so much, and go into those, or beer, I don't know, I just drink a lot of them. I don't know. I have just... I can never get over the fucking seltzers. 
And they don't taste like anything. Like, they taste like that can might have slept next to a tangerine at one point in its life. I guess you're probably right. Um, I'm going to segue right into football here. So, Tom Brady retired. Tom Brady did retire. What's your take on uh, insiders? Like an Adam Schefter. I'm su- I honestly am surprised Tom Brady was like, fuck it, I'm playing another year just because I wasn't able to announce it on my own first. I really thought that was going to happen. And I also thought that he was going to go on to ESPN and make sure Shefty was on site and have Gronk just spike him into the ground. Little five foot. Shefty annoys me sometimes just with his. He gets, he, he used to be good. Really used to like him. But now it's like almost like now he's a little cocksucker yeah. sitting there with his two phones. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting all the scoops. I'm fuck. I'm connected. I think this might have very much tarnished his. I think it did his legacy and not not that he has a legacy. Well, I guess he kind of does. But it tarnished his name, like what he's known for. But I don't think anybody's going to talk to him anymore. I don't think so either. I mean. And it's, I mean, he, because this is the second time he's done it, because he did it to Andrew Luck. Remember yeah. that in the middle of the game? Yeah. And it was in the middle of a fucking preseason game that he was retiring then. Like at the end of that game, he was going to retire. He releases that. Andrew Luck is booed off of the field in Indianapolis yeah. and then ultimately does retire. Yeah. But it's like, I think that should be like a maybe a little Writers Guild of America come together. Hey, when we have a major star, yeah, all of us together are going to shut the fuck up. You know Tom Brady and his people had a fucking video planned. Yeah. And it's probably going to be the last man of the arena because That's that, already out. No. It's not? No. The last episode's coming out in like March. Really? So, hopefully that's when he says he's going to retire as a Patriot. Does it matter? It matters a little bit to me. You sold him out. I didn't sell him out. You said, I'm fucking done with Tom Brady. He left the fucking Patriots. I'm definitely fucking done with him if he doesn't retire as a Patriot. I've always said, I say shit. But I still love Tom Brady. You know, and I'll probably still love him if he doesn't retire a Patriot. But it will hurt a little bit. I don't think it would hurt. I mean, it well, doesn't. It doesn't fucking bother me. I I don't give a fuck. Ultimately, neither do I. But like deep down, a little part of me does. I guess. I could really give two fucks. I'm never gonna go to Canton. I'm not gonna go to Canton and be like, "Yep, Tom Brady's got two jerseys." Now, what would? Okay. Would you rather Tom Brady retire in a Buccaneers jersey or a split jersey? Split jersey would be pretty cool. I would rather see a Buccaneers. I would rather see a Patriots jersey. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'd love to see him. I still think he does. I think it's just like he's trying to plan it. I, even though sources say that that's not the plan never has been the plan. I think at this point, people are like, we don't want to piss him off. Um, 
<clears throat> because of the whole Shefty thing. Uh, I just think that you have to, like, you think about how pissed off you'd be. You spend your entire career, like, being legitimately the best at the sport that you play. And then to have some little five foot two pip squeak piece of shit say, oh, he's retiring, definitely. This is what he told yeah. somebody. And, that, like, the worst part about it was it was, like, Shefty. Me, I wonder me and that other dude, Jeff Darlington, yeah. who apparently was kind of part of Team Brady, not anymore, and had been. Yeah, he's probably. I don't know if we'd ever hear from Jeff Darlington ever again. Um, but it's one of those things, like, and it's like, and I don't know how Schefter works. And it's one of the things, like, listening to Ian Rappaport on Pat's show, where Ian is like, I will reach out to said group. Because, I mean, they they are in the business of getting scoops. That's what they're there for. That's their entire being. Whatever. But Shefty's, or with Ian has always said, he's like, I will reach out to, if I can get a hold of Tom... Or if I know I know who his agent is, we have a good rapport. I'm gonna say, hey, this is what I'm hearing. I'm gonna go with it, unless you tell me no. And like, if Shefty didn't do that, or and if just he did, went, he just ignored it. You know. Yeah, that's when it would be like, fuck you, fuck you, like legitimately go fuck yourself. Or maybe who knows? Maybe Brady just said, fuck it, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm done. I don't think we'll see him on TV, truly. No. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's just going to focus on his other stuff, his family, his other businesses. He's got that Brady brand thing. He's got TB12 still. Uh, the. <laughs> I saw this thing today. I don't know if you saw it about. Did you see the Ichiro thing? So, Ichiro, the baseball player. Yeah. Played until he was. Like 47 or yeah. something. Yeah, he was old as fuck. And he was like a fucking outfielder, too. So, an mm-hmm. athletic dude. I guess Tom Brady had reached out to him early on his, in his career when he was in the clubhouse one day. Like, texted him. Yeah. And Ichiro looked up and said, who the fuck is Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady was reaching out to uh, about his stretching routine. Yeah. Um, and so, it was just kind of like, holy fuck. You know, baseball's version. He's each of us 3,000 hits. I mean, he was a good ball player and played longer than anybody ever thought that he should. You know, he was timeless. Yeah. Much like Tom Brady is. I don't know if I'd call Ichiro the, the Brady of baseball. Who would you call a Brady of baseball? There isn't one. Um... Like, not a pitcher, but, I mean, Ichiro was a was a Jeter. Yeah, Jeter's a, I mean, the, he was I mean, a shortstop. Ichiro was nowhere near the face of baseball, ever. No, no not at all. Tom Brady is the face of the NFL. So, if you're going to go there, you go Jeter, make an argument for Sammy Sosa and McGuire in the early 2000s. Yeah. A... I mean, but Ichiro built his career on 
his stretching routine. The his way longevity. He, I mean, I would go. You said not a pitcher, but I would go Mariano Rivera as a closer. Yeah, someone who specializes in his position went a very very long time. Even a Rod. I mean, as tarnished as it was, yeah. whatever. Uh, but I thought that was a cool comparison. Yeah. Uh, and I also saw one. Twelve seasons, Matt, Matthew Stafford couldn't win a playoff game. Goes to L.A. and makes Tom Brady retire. Wins one playoff game and makes Tom Brady Tom Brady retire. Well, who's your Super Bowl pick? Cincinnati. Is that Hart or is that? It's Hart. I think L.A. will probably win. <sighs> but Joe Burrow. I like he is his. a dog. I like his and that kicker that they got McPherson. Too. Yeah, kids ice. Yeah, and if we've ever learned anything, kicking actually very much matters. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, I feel like everyone and. So the cool thing that I will say is Brady going to the Buccaneers has truly made the entire country appreciate Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. Because you hear him retiring, and you're not hearing anyone say, like, oh, fuck that guy. There's some grumbling of it. You know, Mark, like, you see the things on Facebook, Mark's safe from never having to hear Tom Brady's name in a football game again. But they're going to be talking about him for years because of records. You know, they're going to be comparing, you know, only seven more touchdowns and you'll be a hundred away from Tom Brady's all-time record, you know? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, you know, every – who was it? But it truly, like, in the last two years, it's the end of the era of quarterbacks that we grew up with. Drew Brees, uh, Peyton Manning – or Peyton Manning, not the last two years, but yeah, in the last five years, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning – Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, now Tom Brady, like all those guys, that that style quarterback is. But think about the amount of quarterbacks that have come and gone that were supposed to replace them. Right. And that's when, like, I laugh at, like, the, oh, this is Patrick Mahomes' fucking season. Or is this, is his, this is his division. It's like, how long has he been in the league? Yeah. Five years? Patrick Mahomes is in this. Now, don't get me wrong. The Chiefs are good. Since the Chiefs won their Super Bowl, they're getting worse every year. Now, okay, they made it to the AFC Championship game this year. Do you think they'll be back to one? No. Do you know how much money they spent on Patrick Mahomes? First $500 million fucking quarterback. Okay. That offensive line is what are you gonna cheese. Not even the offensive line. Any line. What are you going to pay a fucking D end? Yeah. You can't afford to pay him. Yeah. Oh, you have to put up, you know, oh, we're going against Cincinnati. You got to put up 45. Oh, okay. They have to put up 45, too. Like, Tyree Kill isn't going to stay around. Kelsey's not going to stay around. Like, those guys, Clyde Edwards, Delaire, like, Dude, once they're off their fucking rookie contracts, I mean, I know the first two aren't on rookie contracts, but, like, Clyde Edwards-Delaire, there's no way he's going to stay there. Yeah, they, they're not going to be. They can't pay him. Yeah. 
It's like, yeah. You, oh, he's elusive. Oh, okay. How did that work? Like, it was really cool to watch the breakdown. I actually watched um, Get Up. I really like watching Get Up with um, Mike Greenberg yeah. on Monday mornings are my favorite because it was after the game. And, like, they were literally breaking down, like, what they did different in the first versus the second half on, like, why Patrick Mahomes absolutely sucked. And it proved a blueprint. Play man-to-man. Because what was happening was they were playing zone defense in the first quarter where they were locking up everybody, but everyone was playing zone. So when Patrick Mahomes went to run, he had plenty of room. Yeah. They just said, fuck it. We're going to have a four-man front, and we're going to play man-to-man. Good luck. And they just contained Patrick Mahomes, and he couldn't do anything. His quarterback rating in the second half was, like, zero. Yeah. Like, and you're going to tell me that he's the best, like, sorry, he's not the next Tom Brady. No. He's not. Mac Jones has a more chance of being the next Tom Brady than Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion. And that's not beca- and I'm not saying that because he's a patriot. Joe no. Burrow has Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen is gonna be a problem. He's a good quarterback. And he is massive. He's a Cam Newton. Yeah, he's a if big he doesn't dude. get that fucking the concut like Cam Newton after that shot he took yeah. when he fucking went all fucking he hasn't been the same. Yeah. If Josh Allen can avoid that, you're fucked. Yeah. Kyler Murray, probably the next Drew Brees. Yep, that's a good point. So, okay, you got Josh Allen. I, I saw one thing on social media. It was, like, Tom Brady, like, riding off into the sunset. And Joe Burrow, you're like, I got it from here, goat. Which I thought was kind of... Good comparison. I agree. I think Josh Allen, I mean, obviously he's way more athletic than Brady. But, like so many people said this past week, we will never see another quarterback. I don't think you'll ever see someone do in what our, he did. I mean, it's like, it's like Cal Ripken Jr.'s record, yeah. right? There's never anyone that's going to hit his fucking consecutive game streak. Yeah. Probably ever again. And you also look at, where was Mahomes drafted? Like, where was he drafted in the... Pretty high. Pretty high. Tom yeah. Brady was drafted 199. Right. You know? And, I mean, that's the only comparison you have with, like, the Josh Allen and even Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones was predicted to go high. Yeah. And then felt to... Like, it, I feel like it was a... And he was a backup, right? At Alabama? Or was he a starter? No, he started. Did he? he was yeah, a he was a starter his last year there. Gotcha. But... You look at it and you go, okay, it's a different time. Like, granted, 22 years ago was a very different draft, right? More drafting complete teams from rounds one through six than you were. Like, you weren't thinking about trying to pick up a a backup quarterback in, like, rounds two to three. Or even late in the first round. It was like, okay, we draft the top three to five guys. And then forget about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was all running backs. and I, I don't know. It was a different draft style, I feel like. I feel like Joe... 
or uh, Mac Jones going to where he did yeah. is pretty close to what Brady. Yeah, comparatively. Comparatively to being like, he was a very good quarterback. Yeah. And 16 other teams passed on him. And I think that's that's the point of like saying like, it's not, okay, 199 is 199, yeah. right? But six, 50% of the league said, we don't want you. Yeah. And I think that's enough of saying, all right, motherfuckers, let's go. Yeah. And then another cool comparison I saw was, you know, whenever when he was playing at Michigan, the video game, college batted or whatever it was. Like his character in that, yeah. Like the graphics, it was like compa- eight blocks <laughs> compared to what Madden it was twenty twenty two. Yeah, what it was this year. And it was like a balloon, Tom Brady. Like it looked like Tom Brady. Like it was him. Yeah. I don't know. Um, crazy year. Crazy. Crazy to think that. You s- crazy to think he's done. Yeah. I it's still tough to believe that he's done. I didn't think he was going to go out this way. I thought he I thought he was going to go out. I mean, he went out on top of his game, but I thought he'd want to go out with an eighth ring. And I think it was I'm semi worried that he's going to have a Brett Favre and, and come back only because he's definitely still got it. Yeah. Like, he legitimately had a MVP season this year. He still could. I mean, he's in the running for it, right? Right. I mean, well, And that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, he is in the top five quarterbacks of the league this year. This year. In just about every stat. You know what I mean? So, it's like... But I think every quarterback and everyone that plays in the league is scared of that Brett Favre. Yeah. Where you don't hang it up when you should have. Yeah. And even though you think you shouldn't have, when you come back, it's like you went to play for the Vikings, your arch nemesis for your entire career, and then you went to the Jets. Jets. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, and you're not ring chasing at the Jets. Like, it'd be one thing if Brady comes back. And looks at, I don't know, who who would you say is the best team in the NFL right now? I, I don't necessarily know if the two best teams are playing right now. But, like, best equipped to make a run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Tampa Bay. Uh, if you got everybody back and healthy, I don't disagree. But I don't think they can hold it together another year with yeah. their salary. Um <laughs> The Patriots. Or like a... Buffalo. Buffalo. I was going to say Buffalo. The 49ers. Yeah. 49ers are fucking I, insanely I, good. I could see that happening because that's just Tom Brady's... That's who he... Can you imagine they kick fucking Jimmy G out, right? And bring in, and Tom, bring Brady in Tom Brady. Out of retirement. And then Jimmy G goes to the fucking Buccaneers and he gets to just fucking annihilate him with his childhood dream team. Yeah. <laughs> What a fucking story. So moving away from quarterbacks, what do you think of this Brian Flores debacle in, like, the text with Belichick? So, Or do I, you even think that text thread with Belichick that 
it's floating around is real. Well, it's part of the deposition, so it's definitely real. real. Now, I'll turn the question back to you. Do you think Bill Belichick inadvertently texted someone? No. That was planned. He isn't old, but he's not dumb. Yeah, he, he knew exactly what he was doing. And Brian Flores will be back on the Patriots coaching staff next season. Where else is he going to go? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's like, I'll, I'll give But Brian, now that this is a lawsuit, is that going to happen? Absolutely. You think You think that, you know, and, and people aren't going to, like, okay. fault their Bill Belichick for tampering or something? Who are the two owners who could give a fuck what happens to the NFL? Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones. Yeah. Who are the two most outspoken people when it comes to coaches? Bill Belichick. Yeah. Who's not going to be able to say anything to Bill Belichick? The NFL. Yeah. If they go after Robert Kraft, what's he going to say? Yeah, fuck you. You did fuck him. <laughs> like, I think Flores either goes back to Belichick. As an offensive coordinator? Yep. Because McDaniels has gone to the Raiders. Yeah. And then I think... If Flores comes back, I think he can rebuild his reputation there. I think he could, too. Is Patricia... Patricia's back with the Pats, right? Not as a defensive play caller, because that's Belichick's son. Well, you also got, um, what's his name? Um, who else just got fired? It was a Belichick guy. Uh, who was in Houston? Oh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. You also got him to go back. And that's what a lot of people are saying is like, it's just going to be return, you know, homecoming yeah. week. And I mean, if you're a coach in the league, why would you not go back to Bill Belichick with another prodigy quarterback Quarterback, be able to run the same system, especially with being Bill O'Brien and Beeflo? Like, Beeflo's a great coach. I don't think he would have gone at the NFL without... He was good for Miami, and, like, our UPS driver at the shop is a Miami fan, like a diehard Miami fan. And he came in, I was like... If he hadn't heard yet, I was like, what do you think of them firing Flores? And he's like, what? They fired Flores? Are you kidding me? I mean, the only thing I can see them saying is that I do think there was a lot of dissension between Flores and the GM. Yeah. To be like, it's not race-related, it's personality-related. And it's, it. I mean, how do you prove that? You know, unless you have something on someone... Flores is probably trying to figure out, why the fuck did you let Kyle Van Noy go? Not only that, I mean, they made some other very, very questionable moves. And I think that was part of the problem. It's like getting rid of KVN. It's like, why would you get rid of that dude? Like, you literally brought him in here as a veteran to help our team. Then you hire me, who I have a relationship with him, and we can build a team. And we yeah. were good last year. Like, it's sort of like what happened to Jim Caldwell in uh, 
Was it Jim Caldwell in Detroit? It was Jim Caldwell. Who got fired after going like 10 and 6. Yeah. And then Detroit hasn't had a winning season since. And it's like, you literally, you had a winning season. And who did the Giants hire over for us? Dable. Brian Dable. Yeah. Which is why the Brian Flores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Dable. Didn't know the Brian. Fuck, the fuck you didn't. Like. Belichick. This is, you know that meme where Belichick sits there drinking the orange juice? Yeah. That's exactly what he was doing. It's either that or. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> or Kraft heard something and goes. Because I. I. Bobby Kraft is an old white, and yeah, he owns the team, but I think he's got... He's smarter than you think. I think, but I also think he recognizes the inadequacies in the diversity of the NFL. Now, the problem I have... It's hard to say it's a problem because you shouldn't have to defend this and you shouldn't have to have these rules, but like the Art Rooney rule... The fact that that exists means your league is full of fucking shitheads and just closed-minded racist motherfuckers. The fact that you have to have a rule that says you must interview one black coach before selecting a head coach is fucking bullshit. Not in the sense of you're giving someone a shot that doesn't deserve it. Not at all. But the fact that you have to force owners to interview a black person because otherwise they wouldn't yeah. is fucked. Completely fucked. Like I am not a fan of a requirement to be a certain type for a job. Yeah. I think it should go to that person. The that, best person for the job. The absolute best person for the job. I don't give a fuck if you're blue. I don't yeah. give a fuck if you're a man or a woman. Can you do this job and do it well? Yes or no? Yes? Okay. It's yours. No? No. It's not because you're black. It's not because you're white. It's not because you're a woman. It's because you can't do the job. End of story. Now, let me ask you this. I don't know if this is off subject, but between McDaniels and Flores, if Belichick were to say, I'm done, who would be the better replacement? Well... Different situations, but B-Flow did better as a head coach than McDaniels yeah. did. McDaniels in fucking Denver was a, was a shit, shit show. show. I mean, same thing goes for fucking Matt Patricia. Yeah. And I think B-Flow... B-Flow has had the best success as a head coach out of any of... The Belichick tree. Belichick tree. And I think Gerard Mayo's on the on the way to do that. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Darius Butler uh, had a very interesting point of why you don't see more players as coaches. 
who's better, who knows the game better. Nine-year NFL vet or Josh McDaniels or Matt Patricia? Yeah. Who's going to know the like and and like he said he's like you know to get into the coaching ranks and the way you get in is you go from being a player making whatever you make like a 10 year vet you're making good money yeah. if you've been able to last 10 years then you go to be a coach at $30,000 and you're going to get coffee for everyone and you got to start at the bottom of the organization how are you not saying that my 10 years in the league is worth more than that. Like, that's the argument for, like, B-Flow or, like, a Gerard Mayo. Like, even, like, A.Q. Shipley. Like, I mean, he's the line coach for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. He retired medically from the league and immediately was a line coach. Like, he's not going to get coffee. Like, he's yeah. not just a little bitch coach. He's an integral part of that Tampa Bay team. Yeah. And it's like... So is this where we're starting to see that shift of how do you get into coaching without playing the game? And who knows more? Like, how do you go to college to say, I'm a better coach than you are as a player? Yeah. And that's, it's, it's something that I can very much relate to. Like, I can't go coach football. I can go coach soccer. Yeah. I played soccer 20 four years of my entire life. Like, I understand the sport. I understand yeah. the personnel. And I think that's where you're seeing the buy-in, not only with the younger coaches, to be able to turn around a franchise like the Rams. Like, Sean McVay has done an amazing job because he can, A, relate to people, but also, B, rely on his players to do their job. Like, he wasn't a player, right? No. And it, but it's like, you know, there's a lot of nepotism, like Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. But, I mean, he's doing well. But these other guys and, like... I don't have anything to, I don't have anything against nepotism as long as they can do the job. Exactly. If you got that job, like, I mean, Bill Belichick's son, he's a pretty good defensive play caller. I don't think you're going to ever... I don't think you're going to be your father, ever. But his father, anyways. I don't know. But that kid was probably watching film. At six months old. Yeah. So he probably knows the game. Very well. Very well. And he understands the coaching and the coaching concepts. But I think, and I think what, you know, Darius Butler was saying, and like he, because he said, like, you know, fucking, uh, the defensive coordinator for the Colts is gone. He just took a job, I think, in Minnesota. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take it. Like, prove to me that he's not, like, oh, because he hasn't come up through the coaching ranks, that he's not qualified. Fuck you. Like, he should be given a shot or yeah. at least an interview. Like, dude was a 10-year NFL vet, knows the game of football, Inside now, yeah, knows the players, understands schemes, understands plays. How are you going to say that a former player? Yeah, like if that was the Patriots situation, like I don't think 
if there's a, you know, if the job's between Steve Belichick and a 10-year NFL vet, I'd probably lean more towards a 10-year NFL vet because he knows the game better. Yeah. But Steve, on the other hand, he did come up through the coaching ranks to a point, you know? I don't think, and I mean, I and the other part of that is, do you think Bill Belichick's going to keep around his son just because it's his son? No. No. He's the one person that would be like, you suck. I'll shoot my own son to win football. Yeah. Probably. So he would probably throw his own son under the bus. Yeah. He deflated the footballs. It was all his fault. Suspend him. We don't need him here. But I think that's where, like, that's the part of it where I think the possibly the biggest issue and the biggest glaring thing is, like, why? Now, if a player doesn't have a want to get into coaching, completely understand it. Yeah. But, like, if Dante Hightower retires today and says, I want to be a defensive coordinator, he should be one. Like, and that, and those are the types. I'm not saying that anyone that plays and it, like, but like Matt Slater. If Matthew Slater retires today and says, I'm going to be a special teams coordinator, if there's anyone that tells him no, They're fucked. you're fucking retarded yeah. and kind of racist. Yeah. Because, oh, it's a black dude that's saying, I'm going to be your special teams coordinator. And he's probably the best out of that job. Ever. Ever. He's done it for, what, fucking 16 years? And he's probably the nicest human in the whole world. Absolutely. All right. Let's move off of football. I think we got bigger fish to fry. What's your bigger fish? You know what it is. My Facebook? Yes. Annihilation? There's no way I'm wrong. Oh, oh I, 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 I even floated it at the shop today. You're 100% correct. So... This is how this all went down. I'm sitting quietly, minding my own business, watching Joe Holland fish up in the middle of fucking nowhere, not catching fish, freezing baits. Wilderness retreat. Wilderness retreat. 7 a.m. 7 p.m. Just kicked off. Sorry, right. We'll watch it later. Just sitting there minding my own business. And my wife comes down. What's the difference between a laundry basket and a hamper? She asked you that? Just out of fucking nowhere. That's how the conversation started. So I'm like, all right, this is coming from somewhere. I don't know where, and I don't know why. Still, to this minute right now, no idea where the fuck this conversation came from. She may have told me. Don't remember it. I was in battle mode. (laughs) And I go, well, a hamper is what you put your dirty clothes into. A laundry basket is what either transport dirty clothes to the washer. Can You can use a hamper bag, but hamper stays in the room. Laundry basket either transports the clothes to the washer or you use a laundry bag. And then the laundry basket is where the clean clothes go into. Then you fold them and you either put them... You can carry them unfolded to your room. Fold in your room and then put away... Or you can fold in an auxiliary location. Put them in the basket. Put them in the basket. Take to your room. Yeah. She goes, why wouldn't you just use the laundry basket for that? 
I'm not saying you cannot use a laundry basket as a hamper, but you cannot use a hamper as a laundry basket. Absolutely not. Those are two distinctly different. See, when I was a bachelor, my laundry basket, my hamper had a bag, came out of a frame. So that was my, and I did put my clothes back into it because I would go to the laundry mat for the most part. Yeah. I lived by myself. And put, so I'd take the clothes, one washer, one dryer. There was no separating things. No need. Go back in the laundry bag, bring them home. Depending on the day, sometimes I would, they would just live, I would just pull clothes out of the hamper or the bag. And then eventually get to a point where I had to empty the bag and put them away. Yeah. And at that point, the clothes on the floor filled the bag again. See, now there's a few things to unpack here. The hamper is designed to hide your dirty drawers. Really, at the end of the day... It was also a dresser, in my opinion. In my... Sometimes. It's more of a thing to put shit on top of. Yeah. So... My wife is someone who's, see, and this goes back to, I have something for everything. Like, I got boots for ice fishing. I got boots for cutting trees down. I got boots for duck hunting. I got boots for going out. I got boots for work. I got boots for work at home. I don't like to intermingle my shit. I have duck hunting clothing. I have ice fishing clothing. I have fishing clothing. I have striper fishing clothing. It, I get it. I keep my shit separate. I don't like to multi-use stuff. Unless it's a truck. Even now with duck boats. I, you have a duck boat? You have a spot. I have a duck boat. I have a fishing boat. End of story. Sorry. If I need a bass boat, fuck it. Might buy a bass boat. If I need another duck boat, probably going to buy another duck boat. Pretty soon. But it's like, that's how I roll. So, to me, the hamper, you throw all your dirty shit in it. Now, you may take that hamper and pull everything out and put it in the laundry basket to transport it. That's fine. But at the end of the day, that hamper is still right there for me to put my dirty shit in. The most beautiful part of all of this is, so we go back and forth. I post it on Facebook. There's some, one brother-in-law that says, yeah, they're interchangeable, doesn't matter, he's fucking wrong. Don't think he's going to listen to this, but you're a nurse. <laughs> Sorry. Great, great profession, you're still a nurse. Sorry. Don't care what you have to say. The coup de grace was today when I realized I was working from home, went in, took a leak, and I walked out of the bathroom and I looked down, and there's just a pile of clothes. My clothes and her clothes, not discriminating. Yeah. Well, there's no basket. They're just all on the floor. That would be where a hamper would go. But instead, and this is where, like, I live out of laundry baskets. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I just wore those clothes. So those are clothes I like to wear. 
Why not? I mean, the laundry basket's right here. I can. Just because it's on the floor doesn't mean it's dirty. No, I and I have, I have a system that normally like I'll take off. If I'm taking off something and I put it next to the bureau or the dresser, that's that's to be worn again at some point. Yeah. If I take it off and throw it towards the location of where the dirty clothes dirty clothes collection area is, that's dirty. It's not saying you can't pull it out of there, mm-hmm. but if it's next to the dresser, that's a that's a, that's a definite rewear. Unless it gets to a point where it's like, all right, we got too many rewears here, we'll just we'll fucking throw them in. Did uh, your wife tell you about? Her text to me last night. About the just one more place to fucking mess. Yeah, let me pull it up here. So she texted me. It was a good thread. It was funny. It wouldn't matter if we had a hamper or laundry basket because they never make it in anyways. True. And I said, I think Mandy would agree with you, but but every man's defense. Sometimes the floor means it's not quite ready to be washed. We dress based on mood, and we're not really fully ready. We're not ready to fully commit to it being dirty. That's what I said. I agree. And then she said, "The further from where you stand means it's more dirty." Yes. And I said, "Keep your splenic laundry sorcery to yourself." A thousand percent. <laughs> and then she said, "Listen." And she says, I'm just going to go lay in my dirty laundry basket and wish I never started this convo, but it's hilarious. Definitely a must-have on your pod. Deep convo. I said, try the hamper. It's probably bigger. But she said, but the basket is wide and more form-fitting. And then I said, but it's harder to pop out of a basket and scare somebody. And she said, LOL, and then two skull and crossbones. And I said, mic drop, see you tomorrow. I'm gonna buy a hamper for myself. Just have your own hamper. She told me if I buy a hamper that she's no longer doing the laundry. I tend to keep my mouth shut about laundry because I my clothes go somewhere and they get clean and then they come back. A thousand percent. But my point to her and this is what my point was to end the TED talk of my rationalization of having a hamper and having a laundry basket is okay. You empty the hamper. You take the laundry basket downstairs with the dirty clothes. You wash them. Them dirty clothes now are clean clothes in the laundry basket. They come upstairs. They sit next to my dresser. Or her dresser. She's not fucking faulty in... She doesn't come up and put all her shit away right away. Mm -hmm. As much as she would like to attack me for it, this fucking knife is double-edged, bitch. So let's just remember that. You live out of your basket. I sometimes live out of my basket. But at the end of the day, I have some place to put my shit if I have a hamper. Because if we both have laundry baskets that are full of clean clothes, what do you do with the dirty clothes? You use the hamper. And that was my point today. And she's like, well, why would you want a lid on a hamper? I'm like, well, you know, 
it wouldn't hurt sometimes if you're, you know, you have family over. Family that doesn't come by all that often. They want to see the house. Show them what you did. You can take them into your bedroom without worrying about your fucking skivvies sitting there fucking yep. skid marks up on top of the pile. It's got a lid on it. It's got a lid on it. Or if it's, it in, it, even if it's an order. open one, it, it, they're down. Yeah. And if they're not down, you got full laundry and you need to take care of that. But. Now. If you got a lid on it, there's a thousand percent chance I'm stacking clothes on top of it. To spark another debate that actually your wife brought up in our text thread last night. What's the difference between a dresser and a bureau? Because I have no idea. So, in my mind, now I googled this last night as well because she asked me the same thing. But before I answer, by before I did look it up, my in my mind, a dresser is tall, a bureau is wide. Okay. See, in my mind, it was a dresser has a mirror on it. Hmm. See, I just think like a dresser is more than, say, four drawers tall. A dresser is taller than it is wider. Yeah. To me, a bureau is wider. Okay, that makes sense. And then there's also the age-old, and you probably, you may have, but chest of drawers. Ever hear that one? Yeah, chest of drawers is a dresser. Same thing. Interchangeable. No difference. Well, my take, like, we have a dresser. It's got a mirror on it. Yeah, but is it wide or is it tall? It's wide. See, I'd call that a bureau. Okay. How many drawers? Six. Top to bottom. Uh, three. Definitely bureau. Yeah. I call it... A, the reason my, my logic on that with the mirror thing and being a dresser is you can take the clothes out, get dressed, and see yourself all in one yeah, spot. Yeah, you only see yourself from the half up, though. We got a big mirror. I have a floor-to-ceiling mirror in my bedroom. Yeah. Nobody wants to see me on a floor-to-ceiling mirror. Ours is nice because it's right on my walk into the bathroom, so I just get to look at myself either in the morning or the evening. Like, yep, still got it. Yeah. (laughs) But, (sighs) Mandy and I, the other night, we were joking around, and uh, she's like, sometimes I don't know why I asked you to be my boyfriend. Because she was the one who, what she said was, so are you going to ask me to be your girlfriend? And uh, they, um, and I was like, sometimes I wonder why I asked you to be my wife. Fair. And my take on that is, you said yes. This is all your fault. Could have said no at any point. A lot of different points, really. But that has really nothing to do with this conversation. Um, what the fuck is Wordle? Can you please explain it to me? I know you don't like it, and neither do I. I honestly never even touched it, never opened it. The only thing I see from it is all over my fucking Facebook, and that's why I just, I just want a Wordle Fiddler. You want to post your scores? Go fucking ahead. I don't want to see them, ever. Like, it's if like it, Farmville. It's... Remember that? Yeah. I need a nail. I need a fucking bale of hay for my fat fucking pigs. 
I think here's my take on Wordle. So at the start of the pandemic, we had Tiger King. The end of the pandemic, you've got Wordle. I think we're getting out of this, and I don't think that's true. You don't think it's the way out? No. I mean, it's so you do words with friends. I tried it. I'm not good at Same it. Same thing. Except it's like a crossword puzzle mixed with... It's like a crossword puzzle had sex with Sudoku. And then you get Wordle. Is my understanding. Now, hand up. Never open the app. Never plan to open the app. Don't give a fuck. It will be gone by April 1st. No one will play Wordle. Ever again. And if I'm wrong, fuck it. No one should be playing fucking Wordle by April 1st. Alright. Apparently you get points. My mother texted me. Because this is where it all started. I was fucking... Whatever. People were posting it. People were posting it wrong because... Olds and technology, they can't get it right. That's fine. It is what it is. But... Then my mother posted, and then that's when I was just like, yep, fuck it, give me a filter. I don't want to see it anymore. There's a few people I won't unfriend in this world. Mother, probably one of the ones I won't unfriend. Yeah. Left it open. There was a probably there. There's a chance. There's always a chance. She texted me this morning. I will read this. It was... Uh, oh, no, must have been on Instagram or Messenger. Because we can't just use one fucking... Yeah. Nope, wasn't there either. Where the fuck did she send me a message? Um, I honestly don't know where the fuck it was now. She might have commented. I don't know. Basically, she said that she was waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning trying to think of a fucking five-letter word for fucking Wordle, and her sleep was more important than playing that game, so she's never playing it again. There is not many things that have ever kept me up at night, especially a fucking game on fucking Facebook. Yeah. Never. I will be excited to go fish, to go hunt, something like that. I mean, there has been times when work has kept me up, but it's more because I take it personally. Yeah. Um, I almost got up once. The, I woke up at like 2.30 this morning. Couldn't really fall right back to sleep. I was damn near close to fucking... Uh, going, I was like thinking of going to the gym. Then I snapped out of it. You snapped one off and you fucking rolled over. Pretty much. I just <sighs> I, the the whole Wordle thing. Like the only thing worse than Wordle people, I will say, <coughs> are people that post in community groups. Like, oh, I found this story so inspiring. About this fucking kid in Rwanda. Don't give a fuck. That is what your Facebook page is for. Or, I used to do this so many times. and 
Does this have to do with fucking anything? Are you benefiting anybody other than just talking out loud? No? Then shut the fuck up. <gasps> hey, Debbie, I don't give a fuck if you took a picture of Nubble Light today. I don't give a fuck if you've been going to New York for fucking 20 years. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Shut the fuck up. Fair enough. Don't post in community groups. When it's like, oh, this is a place to get help for fucking people in the community, or if you need to ask a question or do something, I don't need to see your fucking Wordle score in the fucking community dialogue. Has that happened yet? Not, not that I've seen, because I will fucking probably just annihilate that person. <laughs> Speaking of annihilating people, I made a comment on a, a, a ticky talkie the other day. Now... I'm trying to open this and trying to fucking pause it. Okay. So this is a guy that's Bar M. Longhorns. Apparently, he's down in Texas. Yeah. Got cattle. Getting cold down there. They don't know how to understand and work with the cold. They just lose power. So he gets a comment from this person, Denia Mullins. It says, you can do two things. One, fish tank heater. Two, two by four. About 24 inches long. Wood don't freeze, and cows can nose it down to get to water. Wood don't freeze? That was that red verbatim. I'm glad you picked up on that little part. So, going on, TikTok? New word shut the, the fuck up. My comment, LOL, wood doesn't freeze. You clearly south of the Mason-Dixon line with that edumacation. <gasps> this motherfucker comments back. Now, this is the guy that... So, that was a comment. So, he made a video in response to the comment. Yeah. So, this video was not in... The video he ma- the guy made was not the guy that made the comment. All right. So, he says, never said wood didn't... F-. This is now the guy that made the video. Says, never said wood didn't freeze. You assumed it from my video. Try paying attention better. Trying to insult me is not going to work, buddy. Stay north. My response was, Hey, bub, maybe it was in response to the comment that you started the fucking video from that said wood doesn't freeze. But you're right. I'll pay attention better and read the entire comment that sparked this video before responding. You fucking fuck knuckle. If you're going to come at me, don't miss. Yeah. One thing you need to learn. Secondly, you are fucking retarded in Texas if you can't figure out how to stop water from fucking freezing. <laughs> I got an idea. Put a plastic bag over your head. Tie it tight. The water won't freeze. Stand it at your body. He will keep it from freezing. And I mean, if the water does freeze, you're going to just be expired next to it while you're waiting for it to watch. Maybe that should have been the response. Find a clear garbage bag. Tie it around your head. Stand in the the water trough. One of two things is going to happen. Water either does not freeze, or water freezing is no longer your problem, sir. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Don't tell me I can't fucking read. You fucking prick. You're from fucking Texas. Might as well speak fucking Spanglish.
All right, what else? We had some, we had more notes this week. Oh, fucking town hall. These motherfuckers. Oh, we were, we, they want to build a new town hall in town right now. But they don't want anybody to come into this one. Because they don't have workers. Well, if you don't have workers and you're telling us to do this all online, hey, guess what, motherfucker? No, you don't need a building. Yeah. Oh, it's not big enough for all the people we have working. The, you, you don't have the people to staff the building. I don't give a fuck how big your building is. Fuck you. How about we take... Mm, let's, let's take a generous number here and say a million dollars and spend it on infrastructure and coding to build a town website that isn't a steaming pile of dog shit, which is what our town website is now. And then we fire all the town clerks. Gone. See you later. Don't need you. Fuck you. Code enforcement? Yeah, fuck it. Don't need you either. We're just going to do whatever we want. It's Maine. Fuck off. Need a permit? Apply online. How many fucking state agencies are all online right now? Just about all of them. The only thing you need to go to town hall for right now is if you buy something. Like if you buy a new vehicle or new boat, new vehicle, change registrations on a boat. <coughs> they're like, oh, re-register your dog. Fuck you. I ain't fucking registering my dogs. Eat a dick. That's why you never register them once. Ever. Fuck them. But and then it's still coming up on the ballot this year. Do we want to approve a new fucking town hall? And all these dumb motherfuckers in town are gonna say yes. Why? Because they're old and they're white and they can't figure out fucking Where are they gonna put technology. it? I don't fucking know. On the Golden Road? I don't fucking care. No. Because we filled in too many wetlands to build anything down there with that fucking thing. Still have yet to drive on that. Still going to make it a point to never drive on it. I drove on it. No. Yeah, I hate town halls. That, they're open for like a half an hour every two days. And they are the most grumpiest motherfuckers. Yeah, just, I mean, I just needed this bit. Listen, listen. I understand you do this all day. This is your job. If you're going to be like that, the, the door I just walked in, march your happy ass out of. You Fuck work you. for me. Fuck you. I legitimately pay your salary, and if you're going to give me this kind of attitude when I walk in here, now, don't get me wrong, there are a few sweethearts. South Berwick had a fantastic town yeah. hall. Elliot's is pretty good. There are a few great people in the town of York. There are a few people that you walk in there and you are inconveniencing the fuck out of their day to, <coughs> for them to be there to do their job. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Speaking of fuck yous, actually, what I just saw, do you know, did you know, there was something just built recently here in town. On the main turnpike. Big ordeal. Oh, yeah, the toll booth? Yeah, just put a brand new toll booth in. Do you know what the main turnpike association came out with today? What's that? Uh, They are no longer going to be collecting tolls. Yeah, it's all high speed now, right? They built a brand new fucking toll booth with toll toll booths to collect tolls. So getting rid of those, it's just going to be all easy pass? 
No more toll booths. Not collecting tolls by fucking hand anymore. But we had to move. The old toll booth. The old toll booth. Because we couldn't do what we wanted to do in the current location. We had to fuck up everyone else's fucking land up there. Yeah. And move everything. But we still need to keep that spot there where we were. And then fill in some wetlands over there. Don't worry about them wetlands there, bud. Don't, don't worry. We got the permits. It's all right. Yeah, you sure. Sounds good. Fuck you, assholes. But we got to put in these toll booths. We can't go all high speed yet. It's not the future yet. We're not going to do it. Oh, we just finished it. Oh, turns out, yeah, we got like a two-year plan. We're going to get rid of all toll booths. We're no longer collecting tolls. You lying but you'll mop. still have to fucking pay for it. I mean, there's still going to be tolls. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck it. They're probably going to go up because, I mean, you know, technology costs. The York toll booths have went up to four now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to cost more to do everything online, so it'll be $5. Yeah, or or, or what they're going to do is if you don't have a fucking easy pass, you're going to probably get a $73 fucking convenience charge to yeah. just get toll by plated. Yeah, because then they got to mail it to you. Yeah, you, got, you probably got to pay for postage both ways because yeah. you got to send it back. <coughs> yeah, why make anything easy? It's fucking... Um, the, just the fact of, like, because the MTA came out so hard again, because a lot of people in the town of York and the people that were against moving said toll booth to a land of undisturbed for the most part, other than the fucking highway that goes through there. But people up in that neck of the woods were kind of used to their little... Yeah. Nope, we're going to put in a fucking gigantic road right through your fucking neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, and you're not going to give us a land? We'll just take it. Exactly. And uh, because we have to have this here, because we're definitely going to have toll booths, to then have it open this year. Well... 2021. Yeah. It was finally done. And now they come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get rid of all the toll booths. We're just yeah. going to have... We're just going to have camps. Switch. What a bunch. And then they're like, oh, well, why don't you trust it? This is why I don't trust you. This is why I don't like change. This is why I don't like you. This is why I don't like government. Right. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Just trust the experts. They're, they know what they're doing. Every day I wake up, the more I want to fucking move into a backwoods fucking tent. I literally had that conversation watching the last Joe Holland last night. Yeah. I was like, you know, he's up there. He's like, yeah, shit. Been like about 100 hours since I've seen a human. Like, God damn. Right. I mean, I'm in the middle of a five-day bender of not leaving my own house. So I haven't seen a human either. Other than the four humans that live in my house with me. And a neighbor. I'm good. I hate people. I don't like them. You chose the life of retail. Retail. Actually, that life kind of chose me. I was going to just ask that. Does the retail life choose you, or do you choose the retail life? 
Or was it well, it was only supposed to be temporary for me, and then I got branded. 20 years later. Yeah. Are you at 20? Be 20 in October, I think. I'm at 19. Whew. Right? If I join the military, I could retire. But you'd be fully retired right yeah. now. <laughs> Fucking Staff Sergeant you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I started at the shipyard at the same time. <sighs> granted, I wasn't 18 when I started Elliot Small Engine. No. But if I had, if I had started at the shipyard, I mean, and I'm not at retirement age, but. In five years, you could retire. Yeah. <sighs> 20 years. Wouldn't get a full pension, but. That's, so, I don't know if you remember, we almost moved to Colorado. Yeah. Remember them days? I almost moved there, too. So that was, what, 2011? Yeah. I think. When I turned down that job out there. I would have 13 more years. To fully retire. Full government pension. <coughs> Way better pay scale than the fucking shipyard. Yeah. Like. What was it? What was the job again? I was going to be a regional relay technician for the Western Area Power Authority. WAPA. WAPA! Yeah. To go back in time. I mean, thankfully we didn't go because we were ready to... I will never forget it. We were going to move to Drake, Colorado. Had I literally had a house I was pretty much willing to buy. Yeah. That year, like, that was in, like, whatever, November. We were getting ready to go, and I pulled the, I pulled the pin on it and said, we're not going. That next spring is when all that flooding happened yeah. in Colorado. So whatever year that was. It was, like, legitimately four to five months after we would have been there. You would have lost everything. The entire town of Drake was gone. Would have been gone. Didn't go. But if I was there and we didn't get swept away to fucking... Baja, California. I don't know where the fuck yeah. I'd end up. Mississippi. Yeah, somewhere. Almost be halfway to retirement. Mouse is throwing stuff at this point. Off the top of it. I, I think saw it, a wire move. <clears throat> I think it's slowly sliding down as it warms up in here and everything unfreezes. That's a good point. I haven't seen him poke his head back up over there. Um, start my fly tying class on Sunday. Yeah. I'm super fucking giddy about that. I can't wait. And I know, like, I'm very, very novice. Like I, but that's what the class is for. Exactly. Like, it's not like it's... Exactly. And I'm just, I'm super pumped about learning more about it. And it's not... It's basic patterns. It's not clousers. It's not deceivers. It's uh, 
Well, I'm just looking forward is to it, learning more about is it. Is it trout-based or is it any fly-based? I think it's going to be more trout, you know, streamer-based. There's going to be some dry flies. From listening to his podcast, it sounds like he works you up to, like, a stone fly or a patch rubber legs Yeah. Um, as you go. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it because this guy's podcast, he sounds like a, like a legit dude. Like he's, he's a school teacher by trade, but he's also a guide in the spring and summer and fall. And, uh, it just seems like it's going to be a fun class. I don't know how many people are going to be in it. Hopefully it's not many. I'm sure it's not a lot. Right. But hopefully there's less than what they planned. So it's more of a personal class. I gotta get a new vice though. The one I have fucking sucks. So, is it bring your own vice shit? Or they have it? stuff, but I'm gonna bring my. I, they, Jim, when I called to reserve my spot, I was like, "Do you have stuff?" I was like, "Yep." Yeah. He's like, "That's always that's always helpful because you know, depending on other people." Well, then you get used to tying on yeah. your stuff. My I mean, vice just take that one. Force force me to buy one. Okay. All right. I'll pay you for it. So the funny part about that is I was literally looking through. We have this. We use this shopping app. It's not a shopping app. It's a list app. Yeah. But it's it's called Our Groceries. And it's it started as me being irate with my wife every time she go to the grocery store. Forget the list. And But she wouldn't call. Or, like, if I was at work, I couldn't help yeah. her. But, yeah, she wouldn't bring the list. So I was like, hey, te- technology in this box She's thing. old. You carry it everywhere. Was that the olds in technology thing? No. In the notes? No. That's a <laughs> – we'll get there in a minute. <laughs> but this, this, this iPhone here travels everywhere with her. Literally. Literally everywhere. You can make lists on it. If you're going to use a note tap, that's fine. You want to write it down? Guess what? They have a little pen part. Notes now. You can write whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. However you need to do it for you to fucking have a list with you, do it. So I finally downloaded this groceries app where we both can log in and I can add shit. She can add shit. Here we go. Well, I looked up. I was going through some of the other lists that we have and I have, we have a, like a birthday list yeah. and Christmas lists for each other where it's like, I can just add to that list. So she has, because apparently I have to lay it out. Whereas in my mind, like I don't need her to tell me what she wants. I can just go, okay, I know what to get you. Yeah. Like these interests might not understand what I'm buying, might buy the wrong stuff sometimes, but Hey, I'm using my own brain. I'm not saying write down six things you want me to go buy you or, Send me an Amazon cart, and I'll just hit buy. Yeah. That, that, that to me, is not it. Like, yeah. I, want to, I will give you more options than you need to buy. I don't want you to look at that list and go, holy fuck, you want all this? Like, yes, but you don't not, need to buy it all not at once. Yeah. It doesn't have to, like, birthday, just give me one, or, one thing off the list. Yeah. Well... I was cleaning out the list and cleaning up from Christmas and stuff because clearly didn't look at the list. Yeah. There was a vice on there, and I was like, motherfucker. Looks like I got to get rid of that. Yeah. No. No. 
Well, because it was an Amazon like vice. Yeah. Like I pasted the link to the vice in the list yeah. where it's like <laughs> just click on it, yeah. it goes there. <laughs> just buy it, right? <laughs> they deliver it. And didn't show up at the house. So now I'm just gonna force you to do it. Now I'm just yeah. All right, fair enough. Because I have like four clamp-on vices that I don't yeah, like. I like I that one because it goes inverted. Yeah, like it's super that's... handy for clousers yeah. and shit like that. But I mean, I'm trying to teach myself to tie right-handed because a lot of like the videos and stuff you watch are based on that. Yeah. So it's like because I tie with this hand now. A lot of the times, like when I whip finish, I have to end up turning the fly around, turning like loosening the vice turning it. So I wanted a pedestal vice anyways. So if you're willing, I'll buy it off you. I mean, it's right there. Hasn't been used since probably August. Yeah. And I'll, br- I'll still bring my clamp on vice to the class. So they have an extra one if they need it. But. Yeah. That's so I'm probably going to go buy a vice. I've, they, uh, I did. Vice, I, vices are so expensive. And I understand part of it because, you know, components and machining and stuff like that. But it's like, well, not only that, but also, so I've I've been thinking about stuff like that with like spending money yeah. on fishing equipment. Yeah. Because, and this will tie in later, but, but so like take a vice, right? So you spend two fifty on a vice, or even whatever. I think that vice, when I bought it, was like. 150 bucks. Yeah. It's an Orvis vice, but they don't make it anymore. Yeah. It's very basic, very simplistic style rotary vice. I've had it for close to 10 years. No issues. Yeah. No nothing. Like, legitimately, like, <clears throat> and that's one of the things that I'm learning to appreciate a little bit more, where it's like. You get what you pay for. You definitely get what you pay for in most cases, as long as you're not dumb with it. Like, you could go out and, and I'm not saying I need to buy the Renzetti $1,000 vice, but you spend $300 on the vice, I will die with that vice. Have you ever heard of HMH? HMH, yeah. I just listened to a podcast with the owner of HMH on this main fly guides, like, those are legit vices, it sounds like. And they're all made in Maine. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, where this was going to tie in with what I did today was I went today to the post. Because I had a little... (laughs) So, I hadn't left the house in a week. And then I was like, well, I want to go... I want to get some new lights for the podcast room. Yeah. Lights you up beautifully, by the way. You you look fantastic tonight. Put a new light behind me. Got rid of the old bullshit. It's well, it's on the floor next to you. Um, and then I was like, "Well, I'll I'll pick up my youngest from school." Well, it was like three thirty, and I'm like, "Well, I normally don't get it till four thirty. Let me burn half an hour at least, stop in at the post." And I have been holding off on buying a pack basket for two years, like hard, yeah. like. And it's one thing that I would use a shitload. Like, it holds all your traps. So, 
been using a five-gallon bucket the main way. It works. But with also looking at, like, okay, how do I treat my fly rods, even my spinning rods, versus how I treat my ice fishing traps? I mean, you're... I'm surprised this room doesn't have a pellet stove just to keep your rods warm. I'm not worried about them being warm. I know. But they're all inside. They're all put up. And if they're on the boat, they're all put up right. Yeah. They're not. I Every day when you got home from fishing, you're washing down. Rods. Washed everything yeah. down. I take care of that shit. And then it's like, oh, I just take my fucking ice fishing rods, toss them in the fucking orange bucket that could have most likely, if the kids were with us, definitely got peed in. <laughs> it's like, okay. So, spend 95 bucks to have a dedicated pack basket. Because you have things for each sport. Yeah. It comes back to that. It does come back to that, but also I don't have anything that I could really multi-use. Yeah. Because you can't pick up a five-gallon bucket with traps by yeah. the handle. Because if you do that, you drop them all over the floor of your shop, and then you just swear. And then as you're picking them up and putting them back in that bucket, there is one flag that is going to release, and it's going to release in the way in which it hits you square in the fucking face. That's going to make Garrett mad. Every fucking day. So, last time I was at the post, probably two weeks ago, no pack baskets. So it's kind of, all right. I was ready to pull the trigger then. I've been ready to pull the trigger. Let's not get that. It's a hair trigger, folks. (laughs) I am. It's an action trigger. There's not much pressure on that thing. It doesn't take me much to spend money. But I was like, all right. A good breeze. I'm going to do it. I need a pack basket. I didn't have one else kind of like, all right, whatever. So tonight I pull into the post, text the wife. Hey, do you mind if I buy a pack basket if they have one? Walk in the store. No answer. Walking around. They have made in Maine oh, God. pack baskets. That's your, that's your sweet water right there. Pack baskets of Maine. Made in Maine, local, hand numbered. They saw you coming. So they got a 30-incher. That's like you could put Corinna in it. That's tall basket. Problem there is, um, is it Loring? Loring makes the liners. Yeah. Uh, they don't make a 30-inch liner. Oh. Because Loring only makes up to a 28-inch basket. basket. They do make a 22 to 24 just so happens they also had a 24-inch maiden main. There he is, motherfucker. Is, uh, we call him Henry's around here. Henry's? Yeah. Right. Every mouse is Henry. He's a fat one. He's a fat motherfucker. I'm surprised. I bet you he's sleeping in that insulation. You think? Nice and warm. Comfy. It is now. It's normally not warm out here. Well, he can hunker down in that. Yeah. Can't wait to set up a bucket of death probably right in this bucket and fall into some fucking ashes of fucking... Chew spit. Chew okay. spit and cigars. Sorry, Good. Henry. <laughs> That's how he, he may come out here one day. He may be sitting in your chair smoking <laughs> a cigar. Probably. 
Probably. Sorry, dude. I'll leave you alone. So they had the pack basket liner and the pack basket. Sent a question mark of like a, hey, sent you a text. here. You haven't responded. Now, those of us who have frequented the post, you get down in the basement in the fishing section, service ain't great. It's like the Wild West. But my question mark was sent from down there, and it was delivered from down there. So I'm going, all right. So I walked around a little bit more, realized needed some new fo- needed some more fluoro. So I got some Seaguar Ice Line yep. fluoro, six pound preferred. I got a couple new stones for the aerator. I did have the Garmin 5 uh, ice bundle for four hundo, and I, yeah, I did say no to that. What you should have done was, I could get the pack basket for 120 or whatever it is, or this, or both. There was still no response, still so no there was response. no negotiation. All right. So then you look at a couple lures, a couple, you know, jigs here and there. You swing by the fly fishing section. You swing by, you know, you go down, you look at what other tools you could grab. Do you grab a scale now? Nah, don't really give a fuck what a fish weighs. Oh, they have some extra wing nuts for the old heritage traps. Grab a couple of those. Yeah. Always can use them. <clears throat> Waste some more time. Have everything in the basket already. Then the in the pack basket. Yeah, just using that as yeah. a shopping basket. And then well. there comes a time when you don't respond, and the money's there, and you just say, "Fuck it, <laughs> we're gonna deal with whatever comes of it." Yeah. So I go up, check out. The woman there asked me. She's like, oh, I'll get you a bag. You're not charging me 25 cents for a bag. I got a bag right here. And she looks at me and I go, I legitimately have a hamper right here. Did you bring it in and put it in the bedroom? No. hamper? No. No. It's already loaded. So, check out. Go to the truck. Get a text. It's literally as soon as I start my truck. Oh, just saw this. You do whatever you want. I go, well, I already pulled that trigger. Yeah, that, that ship sailed, honey. I said, you know, just to... At least she didn't say fine. Or no. Yeah. If there was a no, there was going to be a little bit of figuring to what to do here. So, well, <laughs> I hate, hate to tell you, do I hide it? We're going fishing Saturday. <coughs> you're going to find out. Yeah, you're going to figure it out. So, it was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, I... I was like, I did. I, I had to pull the trigger. Or, or that would have been the perfect time to be like, well, I picked us up another hamper. Yeah, got a hamper. Do <laughs> <laughs> you even got straps for yeah. me to fucking get yeah, downstairs? It'll, be, easy, it'll be easier to go down the stairs. I don't want you to hurt your shoulder. You yeah, know, you right? just you just had that you, shoulder surgery. You just got released, so I yeah. got you on with fucking backpack yeah. straps. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Well, I have to pee real bad. Me too. Just so thinking think, that. I don't really think there's anything else left in the notes. I don't think so. Nah. Baked bake, bake beans, brown bread, and some hot dogs. 
main dinner. It really is. Perfect. Now, no raisins in the brown bread. Yeah. See, I'm not... My mother texted me and asked me if I wanted raisins in my brown bread, and I, I, I had a hard time responding just no. Just regular brown... What the fuck party you think? See, I want dried up grapes in a fucking goddamn loaf of fucking delicious she brown bread. That. She had it in the house. She's... I think she might have crested the hill. Oh, boy. Would she last day of that thread said, is this a hill worth dying on? I'm like, does she even know the son she gave birth to? Of course it's a hill worth dying on. With every, 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 hill. I mean, every battle is worth dying. You, you can make a mountain out of a mouse hill. Yeah. We're going to die on every single yeah. one of them until we hit the mountaintop. See the whites of their eyes. That's, that was my response. Do you realize who yeah, you were talking? I saw that. Did, did you forget who like, I Like, that am? was the first comment that yeah. I saw was that, like, when you just scrolling through. I'm like, Kathy, come on. I mean. We all know who you're talking to. Of course it's. We're definitely dying on I this, I mean, though. he could have been dead wrong. You could have been dead wrong, and you would have fought to the death. I mean, I knew you weren't going to be wrong. Nah. Right. But. But with that said. Heck of an episode. We are two hours two and five hours? minutes into this. I got here pretty early, so we're pretty good. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. We'll be back. Got more fishing. Probably got some more snowblower stories coming up for yeah. fucking next week. This will be a doozy. We'll talk to you then. Hey, if you're thinking of it, go drop your snowblower off today. Tomorrow. Yeah, and you're not going to get it back. You're not. But, I mean, if you if you broke it on the weekend and didn't fix it. Good time to get it fixed. For the, because we will be getting more snow. It's going to happen. It prob- probably will. Oh, that fucking cocksucker Punxsutawney Phil said six more weeks. So, here we go. Strap in, fellas. We're in for yeah, it. Here we go. It, January was cold as a motherfucker. It was. Cold as January, I can remember. That was me. I knocked over a lighter. Give me a Henry. (laughs) All right. We'll see you then, folks. Peace.